The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion oh wait oh no wrong show it's it's the two-point conversation oh wait we took that show out back and and, and murdered it it's the area of grievances everybody you're home for once a month star wars chatter chitter chatter my name is Matt Johnson. This is a terrible intro. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts. It's been a long time, y'all. It's been a long couple weeks for me. I am tired. I am delirious, but I am excited to be with my friends here. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I am joined um, in this table for three over Zoom with no tables uh, with Johnny Townsend. I am glad to be here and to witness one of the top five greatest intros of any podcast ever. This is an abortion, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Brian, uh, Mr. Finchie, who will have choice for next month's episode. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. How's and what's vacation? that pick? <laughs> <laughs> what's that pick? <laughs> How was How your was vacation? What? Your vacation. Vacation, was, vacation was good. Vacation was very good. I do have a way of tying it into Star Wars nicely, though. I Star Wars you, has a lot of lakes. Yeah, yeah. No, sand. <laughs> you meant sand when you said. Um, no, as Matt knows and the listeners know, I have been, and Johnny obviously, but uh, we've been listening or reading Star Wars books. So... I was anxiously anxiously awaiting my next Star Wars book to be available on my app because I use this free Libby app, which is tied to your library card. And I was like 20th something in line, right? And it's counting down. Every week I check how close am I? Oh, I'm 16th. Oh, how close am I? Oh, I'm 9th. And then right before I go on vacation, it goes, you're next in line. I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> because... While on vacation, it's nice to read, Matt knows, I don't read well anymore. Uh, it, I get bored. I have attention deficit disorder, uh, fully not diagnosed, and I was anxious to listen to it, but I wasn't going to do that when I was on vacation. I'd be ignoring people. It's rude. Hey, so, hey. so I already had to return the book, guys. That's horrible. <laughs> I got I got two like not even two hours in and I had to return the book because I didn't I didn't use it. So is, let me which get book straight. is it too? Which book is it too? Dark Force Rising. Oh, so let me get let me get this. The straight. final it's the final. It's the final read. Uh, and he, 
this which was perfect tied into Ahsoka. It would have been perfect to wrap that up and then watch Ahsoka and then record <laughs> this podcast. I'm a bit, I'm legit confused about this situation. So your library lets you check out digital books, but you have to wait for them to be available. Correct. Yeah, so they, they like purchase licenses. They write. They purchase licenses. Oh, okay. All right. Audio book creators. Okay, and I got you. They yeah. only have so many available now. Some of them are insanely popular, and they go ahead and they buy a lot of copies. Yeah. This book is written in the nineties, so uh, they only have one copy. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 one of them things, but damn, that stinks. Yeah. Well, vacation was good. It was it was refreshing. It was Took some nice pictures. Yeah, pictures. I went on an excellent tour, which Matt's fully jealous of. Um, Very jealous. But we don't need to talk about that because that's got nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> of course, William Seward has a lot to do with Star Wars. Thank you. Yeah, you know, was, Alaska. Was, yeah, and he was stabbed. <laughs> Right, flashed. <laughs> yeah, he was attacked. That happens in Star Wars. Yeah, the attack of the clones. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. And uh, the folly that was the Emperor, and the folly that was William Seward purchasing Alaska. It's all. Yeah, yeah. It's all connected. It, it up in a nice little bow. There's a yes. there's a web that's to be weaved there. And everybody's favorite part of Star Wars is all the political stuff. So we have lost so many listeners. They're like, they don't <laughs> want to talk about it. They don't even want to talk about Star Wars. Uh, probably yes. Um, so, <laughs> so today's episode, this month's episode, uh, we we decided to pump the brakes on. Well, we usually do this usually a little bit more earlier in the month, middle of the month. We wanted to wait, um, actually, for a multitude of reasons. Um, vacations, stuff coming up, and of course, Ahsoka dropping its first two episodes yesterday at the very inconvenient time of 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Johnny has heard me bitch about this for the last two days. I am furious because I was like, oh, I'm going to just go home on Tuesday, and I have plenty of time in between uh, going home and recording to watch Ahsoka. No, we're going to drop it at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm Disney Plus. <laughs> and so I had, to, I had to try to watch it at work today, which I did almost successfully. Well, I, no, I finished. Okay. But the first, the first watching it, my first morning break, all right, I'm watching this thing. And, and this guy's not talking to me. He goes, yeah, he's like, you hear the Ahsoka shows coming on? I'm like, yeah, I'm watching it right now. He wouldn't shut the fuck up for 25 minutes. He talked to my whole break, so I couldn't watch it. All right. I actually went to another building on my lunch break so I can watch the show in peace. You know, he was looking for you, right? Oh, I got to find Matt. I got to talk to him about this show. I got to tell about the show that I haven't watched yet either. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yeah, that was my day. So Ahsoka did drop uh, today, uh, time recording, August 23rd. and we're all caught up, and yeah, first even two me, episodes, listeners, even I've I know Johnny's on the ball. Yeah, Johnny's on the ball. Usually, we're like talking about like, like yeah, we're gonna do Empire Strikes Back next week, and he's like, yeah, I just it just came out. I just watched it the other day. I just watched <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it. Just came out in North Carolina last week. Yeah, uh, our <laughs> internet is just a squirrel run back and forth. <laughs> 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 no, Johnny's uh, Johnny's uh, on. He's on the on the roll today. 
Um, and I'm glad that he can partake in this. So obviously you guys watched it. Brian was all gung ho about it. He was sitting, he had his, his pajamas all ready to go. He was watching at nine o'clock last night. Uh, I, th- I think this is what all three of us were really excited for, right? The oh, trailers yeah. were really sweet. They were, they were, we knew what it meant. Um, what are your first impressions on, uh, on the first two episodes, Brian, let's start off with you. Wait, 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 wait. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, I kind of feel like you both should let me go first because I am incredibly curious what you two think, considering, especially Brian, you have a lot more experience watching Rebels, which this is obviously really borrowing from, right? And I've only seen bits bits and pieces of Rebels. Uh, So so I feel like I'm going in this way more, I don't want to say blind, I obviously know who these characters are. But, you know, I don't know all the little nuances and total storylines for all these people. Right. Uh, so with that being said, um, I I think me and Matt are sort of similar in this, just from the little bit that I've gotten from Matt and our little conversations in that uh, certain characters, and I get why they did it, but certain characters are really frustrating and I understood, and later I thought about it. I was like, well, they're sort of letting uh, our little title character know that, you know, uh, maybe she's not the only one who acts that way. Cause I definitely remember some episodes of a certain show where she was the exact same way. Yes. Uh, so I get it. That's what they're trying to do. Um, But I ha- I actually took notes of the, of these two. Oh, very good. And I can't wait to get to them. There's especially one thing that just drove me bonkers. Uh, that I can't wait to talk about it. Literally, I was I yelled at my television <laughs> oh, <laughs> out no. loud by myself. I literally out loud yelled at my TV. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> what do you got for us? What do you? What is it? All right. So here's just my quick notes, uh, really quick. I try to do sort of a pros and cons thing to it, so it's sort of the feel it has. But uh, first things first, I think the villains in this show are fantastic. I think the all the bad guys to me seem really menacing and and I want to know more about them. And to me they were the best part of the two episodes that I saw. Agree. For me. I thought they were really really well done. The music overall was pretty good. I thought uh I thought it did a pretty decent job. And in general overall I like the characters except for one that I know Matt's going to talk about, so I'm going to leave that to him. But I'm also going to agree with you, Matt. She does come around eventually. She does, yeah. It, t- um, it, it takes an hour and a half, but we get yeah. an hour forty five. We get there. We get there. Uh, this is a uh, this is kind of a thing that is not just a problem of this show. It's a Disney Plus problem, I think. In that, I know this show isn't cheap to make. But unless you're going to really dump in a lot of money for these special effects, then please just do what you think you can do. You know, there's a couple of times where the special effects, like, I think they're kind of, uh, they're wanting us to feel grand, but in doing so, the special effects kind of take away from it. In my, just my opinion. Uh, there's sometimes where it looks great. Like, um, what's the cat characters, the little cat? I can't oh, remember cats. that. Yeah, that that thing I thought was pretty sweet. I thought they did a good job of that character. It looked cool. It looked very like it looked real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So sometimes 
the special effects were spot on and awesome. But then, like, there's a big explosion of this, and it could have looked better, in my opinion, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, the 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 one thing I was really excited about this show was that it looked like we were going to get a lot of lightsaber fights. And in fairness, we already get a lot in two episodes here. They still kind of felt a little lackluster to me, personally. Yeah, I I, I have a I have a counterpoint to that. Um, Please, I, I I'm willing to be uh, counterpointed all night long. I, that's what I tell all the ladies. And uh, here's my big this this is <laughs> this is my main problem. I will say overall, I enjoy these two episodes. Overall, I liked it. Yeah, but. This Disney Plus era of Star Wars, the one thing that it's taught me is that if you that it just, I'm gonna get so frustrated. Getting stabbed by a lightsaber means nothing. <laughs> you can get that lightsaber ran right through you. It doesn't mean anything. You're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. It is frustrating. I yelled at my television. I was like, not again. (laughs) You're taking away from how cool these last say. I don't want this character to die. Don't get me wrong. It's obvious that she's important. And I knew from the trailers that she was not going to die from it this early on. But by doing that, you take away not only how cool that villain is who who does that, who seems really uh, sweet and, and, and awesome and cool. Not only do you take away from that, but it'll just... We've seen so many people get stabbed. Like even in even in this first in the first episode, this happens in the first episode. The bad guys stab that one guy, and he does die. Like he's dead. The captain's dead of that ship. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's dead. But they do the same thing at the end. But she's just fine. Like it just. And I understand that she's obviously force sensitive because she's a Padawan. I get it. But. This is not the first time we've had this in a Star Wars show where somebody gets stabbed and this should be a fatal thing and it just never seems to be. (laughs) So you could have wrote this better in that she obviously almost has, uh, uh, she's almost defeated and she's about to be stabbed, but then that's when, you know, Ahsoka shows up so that character takes off. That's an easy way to ride around that. I don't know why they don't do that stuff. But that was my main gripe with this. It drove me insane that they do this again and again and again. Just stop doing it. You're taking away from how cool and nifty these lightsabers are. But that being said, again, I cannot state this enough. I really hope they do right by these bad guys because I really like them. They're really they're really doing a good job of building them up so far. Uh, and uh, Ray Stevenson, it sucks that he passed away because he's killing it so far here. He's really nailing it. That character is beyond fascinating to me, uh, and and his two, uh, his his two, the two people that follow him around are also very fascinating. That night sister is fascinating. Oh, absolutely. and the acting and the acting of all of them. I mean, the one's silent; he's not saying anything. But the acting of the ones that talk is to me phenomenal. Uh, but that's my main takeaways from this. And the main character, I like. I like her. I like. The actress playing, like I've never had a problem with her. I think she's a great actress, but and I just hope it gets better. But just the the lightsaber fighting just feels a little like luster. And I hope Matt sets me on the right path with that. Uh, yeah, uh, when it when it comes to my turn, I'll clarify. I'll, I'll clarify a little bit better. 
um, or, or elaborate on what I mean. Uh, Brian, what about you, buddy? Like I said, you were up and ready to go nine o'clock. You tagged me and I was like, oh, God, it's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I feel like I, like I, uh, I feel like I'm dropping the ball. But Brian was all over my man. How would you think of it? How excited were you uh, watching the show last night? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, I'm in a totally different mindset, Matt, because I have two small children. So once they go to bed, that is me and the wife time. Or in this case, it was me, wife's on the couch doing whatever she wants, not really <laughs> watching. I took over the TV. I don't even care. <laughs> I, didn't even care. Uh, I was super stoked for this. Ahsoka has become one of my favorite characters. And Rebels is my favorite Star Wars property if you don't include movies. So. That being said, there were some negatives. The most glaring one is Sabine being stabbed. I hated it. If even if I don't even hate that it happens, the fact that it happens in episode one with the trailers of her having the short hair, you already know. Well, she got stabbed with long hair. She's obviously not going to die. So right. this is stupid and pointless. It's stupid and pointless, and I don't understand it. I also have very little patience nowadays. Um, and I, and I get that this helps other people, you know, people that didn't watch Rebels, but I hate when you have to keep going back and talking about something that happened on a show that's already part of canon. It takes away. It, you you already told me you're only giving me six episodes, so part of those episodes are now wasted on. Oh, by the way, this happened in Rebels. This or you know this happened in the past, and this is who we're looking for, and blah 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 blah. That bothered me. The whole globe ball thing bothered me a little bit just because it's another map why so many maps in a you travel across get there's a galaxy going light speed and yet you need maps everything needs maps you need a map to find luke now we need a map to go find thrawn it's map 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 so whatever i guess that's <laughs> marsha 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, the acting was fine. Some awkward moments. The first one that stood out to me, and really the only one that's worth mentioning, when you have the buildup of you know that there was a fallout between Ahsoka and Sabine, and they finally meet. Right? They find, and I'm blend. I know I'm gonna end up blending some of Episode One, Episode Two together, whatever. But when they finally meet, right? Big buildup. Oh, there's tension. Oh, there's... they don't say anything to each other for 15 seconds. Not that oh, everyone's like, right now, 15 seconds is long. No, it's not. Except for when you're staring at a screen where two actors are staring at each other, not uttering a word and not really emoting all that much either. And then the line that they finally come up with was, I know how to find Thrawn. That's the line. That's what took so long that the whole time I'm waiting, like when they finally say, what are they going to say? It wasn't even about the tension. It was the first thing that has to be said is, I know how to find Thrawn. I think it's Ezra. All all that buildup, all that buildup and tension between the two characters was completely ignored with that first line. (laughs) What was the point? So I didn't think that was great. Okay. Uh, the, the I know the lightsaber thing's gonna be an issue. I do know this with Sabine. Um, at the end of Rebels, she was in possession 
of Ezra's lightsaber. I mean, right. You know that. The fact that Filoni carried it on so far to create a backstory where she trains how to use one, um, the droid tells us that she may be the worst force wielder he has ever seen. And this is this droid worked with the Padawans in their training. So he's met thousands, presumably, uh, of different Jedis. For hundreds of years, he's met all these different Jedis. Um, so her even picking it up as her first choice and not going to the Mandalorian armor and stuff was interesting. It's a very interesting choice. I don't know what it is that happened between them and what we don't know yet, but she she made a choice when going out to go fight this woman, and the weapon of choice was the lightsaber. It wasn't a blaster. She didn't throw on her jetpack. She didn't do any of that. Right. So there's there must be some still idea of Jedi training that we're going to hopefully get to see, which is cool. Um, I mean, overall, it worked well. I The pacing went pretty good. Um, I know it wasn't slow like Andor. Um, and they have a lot of room to grow, especially now with Filoni purposely putting out there that there's another galaxy, at least one, right? We, there's a map to go to another galaxy. Yes. And there were some other little Easter eggs that were fun. Like, I enjoyed at one point you could hear Purkles uh, purposely, like, added into the sound effects, which I thought was fun. The music, I agree with Johnny, was really good. I like I liked the balance between some inspired Star Wars themes from, like, John Williams, but also, like, some modern-sounding stuff. When she's uh, on her speeder getting away from the city on Lothal, you know, and and they're trying to stop or whatever. Like, I love that song was awesome. I was like, this song kicks ass. I don't know where it is, what it came from. Yeah, it's but... like a space rock like kind yeah. of deal. I was like, this is kind of cool. I liked it. So, it's, I think we're in great hands, and I'm not going to be overly critical. I mean, I obviously I just went with a bunch of negative things, but that's just to say that that was the things that bothered me, and I still end, ended up liking it. So, yeah, I um. It, yeah, I, I, the first comments I had, um, the first comments I had to anybody was Jesus Christ, I hate Sabine Rex. <laughs> like, I kind of <laughs> low key hate Sabine Rex. She was just like annoying and bright. And I'm like, this isn't the Sabine Ren that I knew from Rebels. Like, she took a step back, I felt in her live action stuff. Like, she's just super bratty. But obviously, there's this whole relationship with Ahsoka that we know nothing about. Right. And obviously she's a different person because last we seen, you know, she's without Ezra Bridger and, and her and Ezra were very close. Uh so Sabine, the acting annoyed me, but at the end of episode two, it 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 started to feel like come full circle, like, okay, now it's time to get serious. Let's go do this thing, master. Um, you know, and and which I thought was okay. All right, there's there's hope for this yet. So just a little minor annoyance is really what I felt um, with this for with with Sabine Wren, um, who's a re- I mean really cool a- actor or excuse me, really cool character. I'm not sure about acting. I don't know if I've ever seen her and this actress and anything else, but um, but really really good. Um, I loved the. It was so cool to see a lot of. You know, uh, these aspects of Rebels in live action, 
All right. Obviously, the characters very cool to see in live action. All right. Uh, Hera Syndulla looked looked great. Looked great. Seeing Ezra, um, you he know, looks, that little thing. He looks he looks pretty spot on as close as you can. Get. I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I, voice, I, I, I really picked up on the voice. I was like, ooh, that sounds like Ezra. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was tremendous. You know, obviously, we've seen Ahsoka. Um, and a couple, you know, there's a couple other characters that made live action debuts. They looked great seeing Ezra's like room and top of that, 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 that tower. Like I was, I got the chills watching it and I don't have like, I very, very much enjoyed rebels. I don't have that sentimental attachment where I've been like watching it for, you know, or I watched it when it first came out. This is still all very recent to me, but I still was like, man, this is so cool. And then the artwork on, on the ship and. And, and and all that. I'm like, this is wonderfully done. Like environmentally, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, all that. Um, the music, I will agree. They did good twists on original John Williams music. I thought they, they twisted some stuff up and added to it, which is great, which is fine. That's the music we're familiar with. Add a little something to it, and boom, we're good to go. Um, my thought of the lightsaber fight. Johnny, you're a wrestling fan. Yes. Yep. Um, Johnny, you're a wrestling fan. So you know that everything's like uh it's like an upward trajectory. Yeah, you gotta build. Yeah, you build. Yeah. I as cool as it would have been to have a really sweet lightsaber battle right out of the gate, I understood why they gave a kind of shitty one from a variety perspective. I mean, it, it pretty much means that we're gonna get a banger to close this one out. At some point, right? I, I, I will gladly admit that I'm wrong if that's what happens. I hope that's what happens. I mean, hey, look at the first Obi Wan and Darth Vader fight, fight from the Star Wars uh, from the Obi Wan show. That stunk, right? How yeah. disappointing was that? Their first time encountering each other since Mustafar, and it was really embarrassing. And then the emotion out of that final episode was great. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Episode Three, right? There was five lightsaber battles in that movie. Five, and it can Obi Wan Dooku. You got Windu and Palpatine. You got Obi Wan and uh, Obi Wan and General Grievous, Yoda and Sidious, and Anakin and Obi Wan. None of those other four were even close to the level. They all offered something different. The Grievous Obi Wan yeah. one was trash. Uh, the the Obi Wan the Obi Wan Anakin Dooku one was was all right. Good way to kind of kick it off, but they didn't want to give it too much, so you weren't like gassed out by the end. By the time you got to that that visual masterpiece that is Anakin versus Obi-Wan from on Mustafar. One of my favorite fights. So I'm, I'm expecting it. It's going to get much better. Um, Yeah. Like, like you guys, like said, very big fan of the villains. There's such a, an aura of mystery around them. Uh, finding out that uh, it's, is it Balin or Baylor? Balin, Balin skull. Uh, uh, Ray Stevenson's character was, um, you know, a, a Jedi previously. All right, I'm intrigued. We know from the various teaser trailers that we've seen lately that he knows of Anakin Skywalker and he knows what Anakin became. Very, very good stuff there. Um, Hu Yang, uh, the, the 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 Jedi training robot. You know, picking up on the lightsaber details. Like it's it's all just really cool little stuff. Um, you know, that little nods and just important details are coming. I'm, I you know. It, I'm not like this wasn't the best intro, which a lot of these two episode, you know, show intros 
a lot of them do. It's it, they aren't like the first episode, the first two episodes. They aren't just like they aren't these big epic things. But I, I felt a little bit better about this. I, I felt a little bit better about this one. Like I said, after after the second episode, I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. I'll be back next week. Just please release it at, at a at a better hour. <laughs> I know why they did it this time. If you remember um, the, when they were doing Mandalorian, they were releasing it the 3 a.m. release yeah. uh, Eastern time. And we were getting spoiled. The, right. the websites were off kilter, just everything. Everything, yeah. everything was just being put out there, which is obnoxious. And, and it's like a double-edged sword of, you know, I don't want to be punished for being a Star Wars fan for subscribing or, or liking or following pages that cover Star Wars. Right. Don't, don't hurt me because I'm I'm dying for the content by yeah. jumping ahead and right away the second it's released because you got somebody out that lives in the Pacific, you know, and then they're watching it at a decent time. And automatically when I wake up getting ready for work, I'm everything's like, spoiled. spoiled. One episode to me, and then I didn't let it happen again. Um, but it was enough that I was like, "Oh God, they gotta do something about this." So now we got people in Europe that are all pissed off. Like, it's, I know it's not, it, it, they're, somebody's they're, gonna be mad no matter what, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, but it felt like an <laughs> event. Like, I think this yeah. this is really cool too. Like, back growing up, you know, television. TV shows, new episodes was appointment television. All right. If you didn't sit, if you weren't in front of your TV for the newest episode of I Love Lucy, your ass is going to be missing <laughs> out. All right. Or Reba, or, or Reba. I'll throw it out to the Reba levels out there. All right. Trying to get my mom's good graces. I know. Your mother's a sweetheart. I do. Then the last thing I want to do is, is not be in her good graces. But that was it. Like there were no reruns back in the day. Or if you again, if you missed out, you you felt like crap because you missed out. If you missed out, you had to wait and pray for a rerun. Yes, basically. And that's it. And that was that. What that's the that's the psychology of 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 television is okay. We're going to release it at nine and work our way backwards and stuff. And you better watch it. You're you're you're. You could still play it as you know to your convenience, but it's it's an event. Okay, you're excited for it. It's primetime television, um, and we're gonna watch this thing. Yeah, I'm also watching this while I'm also watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which just came out the new season of it. And I'm one of those who legit truly loves both franchises, and uh. I'm going to be comparing the two no matter what, just out of it's because it's the two things that I'm currently watching. Yeah. Uh, so I've literally watched two episodes of the new Star Trek and two episodes of this. If I'm being honest, the Star Trek was insanely good. I'd probably give us first two episodes eight and a half to a nine. I've had to give them a grade. Uh, and this I'd probably give like a seven and a half. But I do agree with you, Matt. I do think they're obviously building to something. Yeah. And I do think. There's a really good. I have a lot of hope for this show. I guess is what I'm saying. But the one thing I wanted to ask you both is, since you both seen Rebels way more than I have, and again, this is only two episodes in. But besides just the look of the characters, do you feel that they're doing a decent job of actually 
capturing the characters, the essence of these characters from the animated series? Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. Cause I know our friend will is, is a little indifferent um, yeah. about that feeling. Um, Hera, I think is being portrayed a little bit better than Sabine has up to this point. I think I feel like Hera is she's kind of got that leader like mom vibe going on. I think it's a little bit better where Sabine at first, those first couple episodes again, you know, her, she's in a different place than she was when we last seen her rebels. Um, it felt like a completely different character. And again, I'm, I'm it's starting to turn and flip already. Um, and, you know, Chopper is just the goat. So, uh, <laughs> so human sounding this time. I know I do. I loved, I love the chopper scene where she, where, where she's trying to find the tracking thing. <laughs> she's like, did you move the thing? Uh-uh. And then he moves the thing and it throws it out. Don't miss this time. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, but yeah, I, I, like obviously chopper was, a, it was, a, it was an important one. I think you got to capture the essence of, but, um, but yeah, I feel like so far everybody's been really good. You know, Sabine was the only one that was weird on for, uh, you know, for the bit. But I think it's starting to come around. I think it's starting to come around. Yeah, it's tough because the last time you see any of the characters doing anything meaningful, it's four years. No, it's it's just a few years before uh, the Battle of Yavin. And then. This is taking place a few years after Return of the Jedi. So you, you've you got a decent amount of time where these characters grew, and they clearly took different paths once the Empire was no more, and they all kind of went back to some of their own lives, where Hera stays in the military, so being obviously left, and she just bailed, um, right. which is not that shocking considering she's Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, they are historically very stubborn. Um, obviously, well, she's not. She's not Mandalorian, really. She took her uh, helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the way. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh, I have heard a bunch of people. Uh, I listened to um some chats about the show, like some reaction chats, and a lot of people are anxious about. Who else is to show up? Now, here's just a few names that were tossed out that I think just just bash it crazy. Um, one that'll segue pretty well to our next thing is Star Killer. I was like, where would that come? Where where in the world would that come from? That all of a sudden you just drop him in? Why? Why? Where? From? Why? There's no need. Yeah, there's no need. Uh, the other one is everyone. Cal Kess. I get it. I get it. Um, he's very popular right now with the game and everything of that. And once again, where are you dropping him in? The other one that everyone's hammering on is Luke. Okay, me and Johnny have, are devout followers of Luke Skywalker. We will we will go over the deepest cliffs and drink the bluest of milks with him. And yes, for no matter the teat. <laughs> but John Madden, even John Madden's teat. <laughs> What is the point of creating a show? Oh, Jesus. Is that a deep cut from something I missed? Oh, is that yeah. a panel discussion deep cut? It's, 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 it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Go on. What, 
they did it with Boba Fett. They, you know, subservient to the main character, you introduced an even bigger character in, in Mando. You know what I mean? He he took over the show. If you bring in Luke, you're doing it again. You're you're if you bring in Luke, you just brought in an even more famous, more beloved character to undermine somebody that we already do love. Like people tuned in for Boba Fett because we love Boba Fett. And we did want more Boba Fett because we were like, this is a character that was never explored enough. And then Ahsoka's like the same kind of way, which is like, yeah, she was huge in Clone Wars, sprinkled in in Rebels. But there was always this idea of, minus Luke, she's the strongest force wielder left after the Empire Falls. Right. The, the strongest. And she's not tied to anything. So she's very fun in the way that you could create a story to really send her anywhere, which is what I want them to do. Yeah. The idea of pursuing Thrawn is a nice bonus. I didn't need it. I honestly didn't. Like, yes, is he's one of my favorite characters of all time. But you're more likely to screw it up and make me mad than you are to actually make me happy by touching a character like that. There are way more opportunities for you to do something, and I'm like, ugh. Then yeah, someone go, wow. Yeah, no need for the look. Just keep Luke away from this, in my opinion. This show, I agree. Yeah, this show. Yeah, this maybe show, for the I... big movie they're moving towards. Maybe something like that. That's what I'm gonna yeah. say. That's what I'm saying. If you're gonna do the movie, save Luke for the movie, but don't yeah. do it. Break. This is the Ahsoka show. Um, let's build it up to that. Uh, I I wholeheartedly agree. As far as the show goes, I'm happy enough with the Rebels characters that are showing up in live action. I really am. I, I think anything else, anything more than that, is is overkill. If they want to bring a couple side characters like Hondo or or some of these other ones to pop up. Yes, I, I'm fully cool I, that. And I, that would not surprise me. That would not surprise me. I would love to know the actor that signed up to play Hondo. Oh, I honestly, if I think it would be a big disservice if they didn't bring him into this show. But as He's far as these, these big names, I mean, you're already getting Anakin, too. We're already get, we already know we're getting know that, Anakin. Know that, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously not in a modern sense, but um. But I, the only, the only horse ghost Anakin, who knows, right? Yeah. The only, Uh, the only thing, the only thing that I would say is just as uh, someone who loves those two uh, video game characters, I think they're both incredibly fun and that's probably why people want them to show up. Uh, And I agree with wanting, like if I would honestly mark out if either one of them showed up, because I really enjoy those two characters. But also I like them so much that they're, Unless you're doing like a, unless one of them showing up in like an after credits of the last one to set something else up, I would say don't do it because you're kind of wasting them too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like when Darth Maul popped up at the end of Han Solo. It's just like why? Yeah, yeah. You set up something cool, which you knew there was a chance you weren't ever going to do. <laughs> so. Correct. Well, at least at least with that, if you follow all canon, you get a little bit of payoff with what Darth Maul's story is. Yeah, which think. Thank God George Lucas had, um, you know, uh, afterthought of, you know, what if what if we brought Maul back? Because imagine imagine Star Wars now without crazy Maul. Like that's some of my favorite. Like crazy out of his mind Maul was so fun. Oh yeah, it, it's a character that is like almost didn't happen because. George Lucas kind of had it like afterwards, like thought like, and he said to Filoni when he was doing Clone Wars, he goes, what if we brought Maul back? 
And Filoni's like, great. So I'm going to guess you want me to figure that out now? Okay, cool. Thanks, boss. And it's impressive because malls across America are closing down. So to bring them all (laughs) back is pretty impressive. (laughs) The last character that I need to see from Rebels, and it will be the hardest, uh, pointiest tent that I have ever pitched in Star Wars, minus when Luke showed up. Uh, I need to see Rex. I need Rex to be a part of this. Yeah. Him a part of, because it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel complete unless he joins the gang. Like I get like, we're obviously, I mean, they've already, they showed him in, um, who's the big alien from rebels, the purple guy. Oh, Zeb. Zeb. We've already seen Zeb, right? Not in this show, but we've seen him as part of this new, storyline canon that they're building towards yeah so we know he's around um and they've obviously like teased some other things so i i do think rex is like that guy he's the final he's the final piece of the puzzle that will just be like all right way to go feloni like I, i'll have to stand up and applaud if he shows up especially that's- with him and ahsoka's relationship i i agree it almost slipped my mind but yeah that's a great point Yes. And and what's his face from but that played Boba Fett said I will absolutely play Rex if they want me to, which would be yeah. awesome. That dude's set for life. He could be he could be whatever he could be anything yeah. a clone Boba Django whatever he wants. He's good. He's golden. Yep. Um. So there it is, everybody. So there is. Is there anything else you want to add to the Ahsoka conversation? Um. Next time we come back, might be wrapped. It might be wrapped, depending yeah. on when we figure out our lives. But <laughs> well, we made it work this time to make sure it was included in the episode. No, so, we yeah. did. We did. It was accidentally, but we did. We could, uh, we could, we could, I, I concur. I, I'm fine with the end of September. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, One thing I will say about what I, I did enjoy the most out of it is the fact that the the two the three lightsaber wielders right now are wielding lightsabers we are not that used to seeing. Yes, we've seen Ahsoka with the white lightsabers before, but the the introduction the introduction of the orange. There's I love creating new stuff. Don't keep building off of nostalgia. I like building off of new stuff, and I can't wait to find out why exactly they're orange. Yes. I, I do have a question since you both know way more about Ahsoka than I do. Um, it the, the Ahsoka that I'm familiar with doesn't hold her lightsaber the way she does in this show. Um, she sort of holds it like uh, like a certain video game character we're going to talk about here soon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but she doesn't do that here. I don't know why. That's a really small nitpick. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. It's an important that point, though, because that's yeah. it's an important point, though, because that's what she. You're right. I mean, she stands out. She's known for that. She has a so, different fighting stance. Well, I wonder if probably it's probably kept working yeah. on it and encompassing yeah. different art, um, fighting styles into her. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm that's sure probably we'll see it. plenty of the the backwards lightsaber hold. I just think she looks really cool when she does that. So it's just a yeah. personal. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I wonder if it's an unconventional thing for live like live action. I wonder if it might be. It might be. I, I wonder if that's the that's the reason why they're kind of like if it's just many times too it looked weird. like she should have chopped off her own legs. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I, was I know I would have. I was trying to think about that. Uh, when we get to our next topic, there's a certain lightsaber. When I saw it, I was like, that's actually. 
I'd forgotten about it because it's basically like a baton with a lightsaber in it. And I was like, this is really cool. You can do so many things with it. And I was like, like people would just be cutting themselves left and right with this thing. If I really (laughs) think about it, (laughs) but it looks cool. I know how special I am and I would definitely hurt myself with a lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah. Same. So, all right, there it is. Everybody, the Ahsoka, um, Ahsoka discussion. Um, let's move on to our main topic of this uh, of this episode, which is uh, which happened to be my choice this week, which is really fun. Uh, and this is our first video game that we talked about. Uh, well, we've talked about video games in the past in brief, but this is gonna be the first like we'll call it a deep dive um, uh, as deep as we could get. Uh, we are talking about Force Unleashed, uh, which came out. I almost I keep accidentally calling it off off air. I've been accidentally calling it Force Awakens. Which has been really hard for me to uh, to do, even though I I kind of like Force uh, Force Awakens, but um, Force Unleashed dropped in 2008. I was a senior in high school when this game came out, um, and I think. My first, I think the first, I played it on many different consoles, but I think the, I'm pretty sure the first console I played it on was uh, the Nintendo Wii, which is a great, great one to have um, for it. Cause it was just with the, with the motion controls and the different buttons. It was, it was cool standing up to play video games and kind of pretending, you know, sweat, you swing, you swing the, the, the nunchuck or not the nunchuck, but the main controller, uh, the Wiimote, they called it. And it, it, it flung um it, you do the attacks it was a workout and it was a really good time um yeah senior in high school uh, was when i first uh remember but i remember just being the, it was the game it was the game to play the de facto star wars game right battlefront had slowed down around that time um and this was the new be all end all when it came to star wars video games especially at that point in time um brian what about you where were you at when this game first released all the way back in 2008 and what are your, some of your first memories to playing it where was i in 2008 with my wife living uh in alden in my first apartment oh, oh. yeah my first apartment with her and i did not own a ps3 yet so I definitely didn't play this game when it first came out. I didn't get my first PS3 until after my wedding in 2010, where I had cash to go out and buy a, you know, I bought an entertainment center, a PS3, and a new 42-inch uh, uh, LCD uh, TV. Because until that point, I was rocking tube TVs, guys. Tube oh, man. TV with RCA jacks. Bam, bam. <laughs> That's where I was at. That's old, that is old school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was still old school. I eventually got this game. Uh, it, the version I own is the greatest hits version. If you remember, PlayStation would release greatest hits versions. And um, I remember just being super excited to see a Star Wars game because it felt like forever since I saw one that was worth playing. Right. Uh, Obviously, if it's a greatest hits, it's got to be good, right? I, I literally probably knew nothing about it. I don't have any memory of purchasing it. It's just, you know, I owned a PS3, started collecting games, would go to bargain bins, would go to GameStop, that kind of deal, and uh, get the cheaper games. And I definitely remember s- kind of sucking at it. <laughs> and, getting- 
It took some getting used to. I, I never beat it, as I told you guys. I know I never came close to beating it. Um, the ending is great. It actually don't you have to bring down a star destroyer at some point. Yep, you do. That, yeah, yep. that was going to be one of my just, criticisms. I know George Lucas was not a fan, so well, let it happen again anyway. So, <laughs> Johnny, what about you, buddy? Your first memories with this game? Where were you at in life? Uh, this, I was kind of lucky in that this game came out when I was in my early twenties. I had disposable income. Cause I was working a job and, uh, and I, I want to say this was when I was still getting video game magazines and they were like, this was one of the ones that when it popped up, I was like, I'm going to pay attention to this. Right. And I, I think this is when I pre-ordered, I definitely pre-ordered the second one. I want to say this is another one that I did. And uh, I was just blown away by it. I've always been an Xbox guy. I don't hate PlayStation. PlayStation's fine. But I always played it on the Xbox. Uh, I remember really loving it and thinking that this is just a great, fun Star Wars story. And I am happy to report that overall, because, spoiler alert, I did go back and beat it again. And uh, overall... (laughs) Story-wise, it still holds up pretty well. Uh, I really enjoyed this. There's a lot of things that that would have changed to make different, but uh, you know, just even from the opening thing where you get to be Vader, yeah. it's just so cool. Uh, just because you really truly felt powerful, so that was pretty neat. And I thought overall, like you just really start to care about this character, uh, and uh, you know, there's just I was noticing. Because it had been easily a decade since I played this game. Uh, I was noticing some things that I'd, that I'd forgotten about, or maybe I didn't pick up on the first time. You know, I kind of already brought up the fact that <clears throat> Ahsoka didn't hold her lightsabers the way I wish she had, like this guy does. But then I was like, oh, heck, Anakin taught them both. So it makes sense that they both kind of held their lightsabers like that. That's you know? Oh, that's cool. It, that's ooh, that's deep. That's a deep cut right there. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, so I, I, man, I just really like this character and here's a spoiler alert for uh my final thoughts i really hope that they look back at these games because i actually just looked it up now uh these this game got really good reviews across the board yeah uh and it's still one of the most beloved star wars games today so i would love for this one and the second one to get like a, a really fun real remaster like they're doing to some of the other older games uh, because I think this game, if you really polished up and made these visuals, these graphics look good, because it does look really dated by today's standards. Uh, uh, especially that, that kiss. <laughs> that kiss looks incredibly dated. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it's a really emotional moment, but whatever. It it, it, it looks definitely from 2008. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, and, like, I, all I kept thinking was, man, like, how cool would Vader look if they did this game today? Or how cool would this scene look if they did this game today? Yeah. So that was my main takeaway from it. Like, I just want them to remaster this game and the second one if they got time, because they're both very, very fun. I think they gave it an HD update recently. They did. Um, cause yeah. They, uh, but it's not... it. It's not a remaster. It's just correct. Like HD. Yeah. Correct. Um, and those, yeah, those HD remakes are just not, like, they don't hit. 
they highlight the uh, graphics how they were back then is what it does. Yes, it accentuates it. It just makes yeah. it bolder. Like I, every yes. time I think of HD remakes, like the one thing that or that I think of is uh, the Grand Theft Auto and just how just yeah. Uh, you know yes. it's yeah the the gta trilogy but um but yeah looking back well first and foremost if you've never played this game before if if you've been if you're out of touch with the storyline basically what happens is simply put darth vader um in the 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 and we'll call it the invasion or the occupation of kashik um finds a young a youngling a young jedi uh or a young, young force wielder um, was actually extremely powerful. Darth Vader's actually been drawn to Kashyyyk for this child. Um, he, you know, he doesn't kill his dad. Spoiler alert. He he uh, he decommissions his dad for a little while. This kid's dad and takes <laughs> yeah. the kid and trains him in the dark side as a secret apprentice um, and uses him. You know, trained him for years personally. He the emperor knows nothing about him. Um, and he's been fed this entire time that he is being trained and groomed to help Vader overthrow the Emperor at some point. But he's sent off on missions to to go kill existing Jedi. There's a couple cool ones, a um, couple different Jedi that you know you get to battle throughout with different techniques, and it's it's cool to see where they're at. Like a couple of them are a little little whacked out. Like seeing Shock T was really cool, even though she got killed like three times in, in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. on like deleted <laughs> scenes and stuff. But she was like one of the final like Jedi that you end up killing, sort of. Um, and then he's he's basically, you know, Vader's using Star Killer to kind of uh, amass a re- like get a start spark the rebellion. Right, which is already le- pretty much legends content now. It's definitely legends content now, but get the you know get earn the trust of you know all these uh, these rebel leaders and stuff, and 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 he's kind of motivating. And then he he basically uses him. What he's done is use Star Killer or Galen Merrick um, to uh, root out the Empire's enemies, and it was pretty messed up you find out that vader was actually aligned with the emperor the whole time like he knew what he was doing even like that's where where the legend stuff gets funky because there's the continuity is not it's different right vader in in the books deep down hated the emperor right deep down hated him and wanted to wanted to turn on him and this one he had a chance to but didn't quite take it um and then eventually he goes to say, you know, uh, Star Killer. He goes, you know, back and he ends up battling um, Vader once more. But what I love about this game so much, and actually we just did an Eat Sleep List episode on on favorite boss fights, um, and this made my number one because there's the option at the very end of it, right? We can you you battle Darth Vader once, you can beat him, and then he goes to a second battle where you have a choice. You can either go in and kill Darth Vader. All right, and and basically, you know, use your hate and basically have like a Sith Lord kind of ending, a darker ending, or you can go and say the rebel leaders like Bail Organa, like um, like Leia, like I think Mon Mothma, if yep. I'm not mistaken, a couple yep. of these more popular ones. And you can go and and face the Emperor Star Killer does die at the end. Spoiler alert, but um, 
but it's I I really like that that the ending and actually a lot of unlockables that you can get hinge on this decision. And it's actually a very quick choice that you have to make too. Yeah. It's like boom, here it is. Go kill Vader, go get the Emperor. You have like a very brief amount of time to choose. You got to do it. Um and it's it's really fun. Um a lot of the pros there's a lot of good like pros easter eggs in this. I love the unlockable costumes. That you could do. I've honestly played this game more times as Anakin Skywalker than I have Star Killer. <laughs> perfectly honest with it, but you could do all sorts of different characters: stormtroopers, Luke Skywalker, all the Jedi, um, Sith lords. It doesn't matter. You can kind of play through. It's a little weird when Star Killer's voice is coming out of Count Dooku, but hey, um, it is what it is. The the different lightsaber colors, um, and also too, depending on which console you played it on, you had different extra modes. I had the PSP version, which was really nice to do portably. Um, obviously, the graphics were very, very inferior, but it did have a couple cool extra game modes. One was an Order 66 mode where you can choose any of the like Jedi or Sith characters and just keep fighting stormtroopers, clone troopers until you die. It was like a high score rally thing. I don't know if they did that on any of the other consoles. Um but they also had on this one that you could do the dual. You can do it was like a dual mode where you actually replayed movie duels, which yes. was really, really cool, especially because, you know, they never they did Super Star Wars back in the day. But, man, being able to do Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader on Bespin uh, was so cool uh, to do it at the time. And then obviously doing a, a very good Anakin versus Obi-Wan lightsaber battle. But um, but the, I mean, there's a lot of positives. This was uh Jedi Fallen Order before Jedi Fallen Order. Simply put, um, this was the de facto action Star Wars game. And it, and yeah, it got greatest hits, you know, it nods because it was that good. Um, it got so many re-releases because it was that good. Um, it, it just, it, the second one was, I, I didn't think it was all that great. Personally, I never even finished it. Uh, it's how just eh, I was with it. But the first one was a measuring stick for a long time about what a action-filled Star Wars game could and should be. I thought that just from a video game standpoint, story-wise, that the ending, if you choose the Jedi path, which to me was the more interesting one. Yes. If you choose it, uh, it was not a usual thing for the main character that you've been playing as that whole time to die. And he legit gets he gets killed. Well, not he spoiler he he comes back, but in this game he's killed, right? And he literally kind of helps become the symbol of the rebellion in a way. Yes, and he sort of starts it. And I really really like that. I like that is so cool. Uh, and I thought it was kind of brave of not just a Star Wars game, but a game in general to have this character that has this whole arc. Uh, he starts out just like he's obviously. A bad guy, he's going to do whatever, you know, he's, he's Vader's lap boy, do whatever Vader wants him to do. But then you slowly start seeing these inner struggles with him as he's relating to these characters that he comes in contact with. And you just see it, and it, it just builds and builds to where you're like, man, I really like this guy. You're kind of pulling for him. And I think that's why he's so popular, when people want to see him to show up in live action. Uh, but then, like, this is one of those games that i can point to to say this is a game that hit me emotionally because you're playing as this character and you're really like rooting for him and he makes the right choice at the end if you choose that and i i only chose the bad path once just to see what it was yeah but 
if you choose that right the the Jedi side, it's just such a an emotionally heavy ending because this character has his full arc here and it's just so cool. I just really loved it. So uh I really, really love this game. I I want to go back and play the second one. I'm with you, Matt. It's not as I remember it not being as good as this first one, but you'd be really hard to live up to this. In my yeah, opinion, it's the so end good. of the two lightsaber thing, which was which is pretty yeah. cool, right? They they added okay, you could do two lightsabers, but just knowing I think part of it was just knowing that um that this wasn't the same star killer that I played as in the first game. I think it it hurt it a little bit. It yeah. was a it was a clone. Right. Yeah. Um like that like that kind of stunk and it just yeah, it just felt wacky. Yeah, they should have just somehow, I mean <laughs> We've seen we've seen kickers get stabbed left and right by his lightsabers, and they're just fine. So I uh, just had him somehow survive. Somehow he returns. You know, just do that. That's just fine for me for a video game. Yes, Star Killer has returned. Uh, but yeah, um, I really, really like this game. Still uh, brought back a lot of really fun memories playing this. Uh, I do want to bring up the bringing down the the destroyer Oof. when i first did it as a, when i was first originally played this i thought it was just such a cool moment like how cool is it that you're so you become so strong in the force that you can pull down this giant thing you know uh, that's so cool but then as you get older and you really dive more into the lore and stuff you're like um, like so, he's like he's gonna be like the most powerful Jedi ever, right? <laughs> yeah. How does he lose? How do I can't lose yeah. with them? Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm very curious what you, what you thought about that. He was actually Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear to God, if they hit, well, you know what I thought? They, I thought they were doing that with with uh, with Ray with Ray. Like they did a couple things where, oh no, she stopped the ship with the Force, right? It was taken yeah. off with Chewie. No, and Chewie. Blew up. In episode nine, she it's they fake blew up because she forced lightning it or something like. No, no, not the not the Star Killer thing. You can't have that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I hated that concept that he could just do that, it, you know. Yeah. A fun fact about this: uh, the name Star Killer was the original placeholder for Luke Skywalker. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I'm glad they went with the other. They did it the way that they did. Yeah, Skywalker's a better name. Uh, Star Killer, uh, I think, is a good bad guy name. So when he's a bad guy, it kind of works. I but. feel like it's a good. If it would have been a good Spaceballs name, a million percent, <laughs> million percent. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I don't think Star Wars does good. The movies do good. Um, I don't think the Star Wars movies do as good. If you're like, yeah, Luke Star Killer, yeah, yeah, is <laughs> a good decision, Georgie. Good yeah. decision. Luke's son, Berther. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to give this a score? Yeah, I wanted to get your guys' various takes of stuff, too. Um, I know Brian, I'm sure Brian wanted to add something oh as well. well the, it's the gameplay. I mean, when you talk about what you went into braiding this, I mean, the the fact that you're dropped in as, as Vader with all his the abilities and you're you're force choking dudes you're literally picking dudes up with the force and throwing them picking them up and throwing them so high in the air that you lose them from this they're gone off the screen but they're not gone 
just wait because they're coming back down. <laughs> it's it's the most fun thing I've ever done in a Star Wars game. Still to this day, of all the Battlefronts, of all the other you know random ones that I've played on all the different platforms, picking up a stormtrooper who's supposed to be on my side and then just casually just flicking him up in the air <laughs> and just waiting for him to fall down it was so fun. It's it's the gameplay. I know for for the time the graphics were very good. It, um, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad, you know. With on the, my PS3 remastered, I, I'm sure the greatest hit is, is um, bumped up a little bit as far as resolutions and stuff go. Um, and then the storyline's pretty good, even though I didn't finish it, so I don't know like the full storyline of it. it. This game was so good that they created novels off of this. You can read the the you know, force unleashed novel so if you're inclined. yeah they did they did uh is there anything you gentlemen wanted to add i think we've covered it this is just a fantastically fun if you like star wars i would and you like games give us a try yeah. i agree um let's score it then let's give it some scores so i'm going to put this game this first is specifically the first one that's obviously what we covered today um fortunately i'm gonna put it at an eight and a half all right i i know we're 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 spoiled now with the fluidity of jedi fallen order and a lot of modern takes on video games but this one you know it, it it's a time piece for me it feels it, like it you know it feels like that golden ps2 ps3 era um of of video gaming and it's again the storyline is good which i Sometimes I don't care about the playability and stuff. When there's a good storyline, I can sit through it. Um, that's not a problem at all. So I'm, I have a lot of fondness to this game. I played it many times over many different consoles, over many different years, as I have mentioned. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, what did I, did I, eight and a half out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to agree. Eight and a half sounds like a good score to me. Uh, this game is still fun. The story still holds up. The gameplay can get a little janky at times, but I remember that like back then it was, it was just so cool to be able to like Brian was saying, just toss stormtroopers wherever you want to talk, like left and right, just talk, literally toss them, you know? So that the fact that this was one of the first games that really made you feel as close to a Jedi as a game could do. And it still kind of captures that in a way. And that's really why I wish they would remaster this and kind of give it an update on all this stuff, because I think this game again would be really, really cool if, it, if they if they did that. Eight and a half sounds very fair. Uh, and I'm very happy that I played it again. Good. 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 Brian, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I'll settle somewhere around eight and a half sounds fine to me. I'm, it's, I'm just trying to make sure that I hold room for any Star Wars games that I find to be either more of my favorite or just what I deem to be just, I don't know, a superior video game. You know, Matt and I hold a specific franchise in such ridiculous high regards that I couldn't possibly put this game at nine and then justified by putting the next one also around a nine or so. So I think eight and a half is... the number one thing that I took out of it, because I, I did go back and play, um, I think it cursed me because my PS4 died 
uh, when I came back from vacation. So oh, I, no. I had my PS3 set up in the living room next to the PS4, and I was playing this game before we went on vacation. And then I come back from vacation, and uh, I went to go play something on PS4, and I've got what's called the White Ring of Death. So oh. I, have send, I have to send my PlayStation 4 in for service. And uh, now I'm back to a PS3. So I think Starkiller cursed me. And uh, it, it may be worth it. I'll I'll find out uh, depending on how much this costs me or how long it takes for me to get my PS4 back. Everyone's like, you gonna buy a PS5? I'm like, you guys live in a fantasy world. They're expensive. <laughs> They're so expensive. Just, oh, my PS4 died. I guess I'll just go buy a PS5. You know, because of the, I, the reason I didn't buy a PS5 uh, earlier was because my PS4 is still working. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. think I was waiting for it to die to go buy a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out to pasture. Yeah, not the uh, case. Not the no, case. I, I wish I'm poor. I, I wish I could afford a PS5. But also, you know, there's nothing really out right now that I'm like, oh, I got to have a PS5. I got, there's well, nothing I, I would love to play the newest um, Star Wars. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. I really want to play the. It's not out yet, but it comes out soon. The new Spider-Man, because those games are really sweet. And they're gonna yeah. have PS Five is gonna have the open world Star Wars. Oh, yeah. See, I already moved up to the new Xbox, so I'm I'm covered here. I'm have to start hooking again. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally yeah. You have <laughs> plenty of time to rest your your booty hole. <laughs> It's already loose. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Started off with a bang. We're going to end with a bang. We're going to end with a bang. That's for sure. All right. That is it for this episode, everybody. I love it. It is good to talk to you, gentlemen. Some Star Wars again. Brian gets choice next month. I know we caught him by surprise. Caught him with his pants down, so to speak. So I don't know if he has an episode or topic picked for next month. But I was thinking we'd do something Star Wars related. Well, f- that's just what they expect, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Throw them off the trail. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about maybe doing Star Wars Lego. Oh, I've never done it. I've never watched any of it. So, oh, like one of the movies. Mm-hmm. They're they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of yes. fun. I I am not opposed to. I mean, obviously it's your choice, but I'm not opposed to any of that. Yeah, they're kinda, they're they're good ones and. One. Probably really good ones to watch with the girls too. Um, oh, I should have them review uh, Young Jedi Tales for us. I'm fine with that. You could, if you want to do, do this, that, like yeah. get it like a separate audio thing, and we could we could plug it into an episode. I think that'd be cute. I'm all the way for it. I miss those girls. Um, Honestly, our- I think it'd be just neat just to hear a younger generation's perspective and thoughts on Star Wars when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, and so I think our- it's a, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and all our fans can judge me for not showing them anything besides that so far in Star Wars. <laughs> You're waiting. You're waiting for the perfect moment. It's completely justifiable. I think Laura's completely. ready. I think I could show the the older one. She just turned nine, so I think I can start yeah. showing them. Man, time it's flies. A, it's gonna be a new world opening up for. Her. Yep. yep. Start her off with Qui Gon Jinn's death. <laughs> Back when getting stabbed in the gut meant something yeah, yeah back when it actually did stuff <laughs> i yeah. did hear people defending that goes, you know the reason that qui-gon ends up dying there is you know obi-wan's in the middle of having to fight for his own life 
So he didn't have time to whisk, you know, Qui-Gon away to go get patched up. Uh, yeah, I get it. But it's like wrestling, you know, we're, we're just like, like back in the day, like a kick to the jaw, like a little sweet chin music. That would be the finishing move. All right. That'd yeah. be the finishing move. Nowadays. Now it's like 20 super kicks in one match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that drives me bonkers too. <laughs> yes, and it's like now you can get stabbed like eighty times and be okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just getting well, old. And, uh... Until his head's on the ground, no character in Star Wars. Tears, <laughs> but a scratch. Um, <laughs> it's a flesh wound. It's a tis a flesh. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> but that is it, listeners. Thank you so much for your monthly support. I appreciate. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Give us the opportunity to talk Star Wars to you. Um, again, next month is Brian's choice, and we are looking forward to talking to you in the month of September. So, um, on behalf of Johnny, Brian, and I, till next time. May the force be with you. And and don't pull any star destroyers out of the sky. That's Pillar bad. stars. Join us.